couple of years down the road, you uh, you wake up on a Thursday morning. It's uh, 11 a.m. No alarm required. You get up. You stretch. You feel uh, you feel like your your knees pop in perfect unison. You uh, you look at yourself in the mirror, and you think, "Man, another another good day." Things have been pretty good for you lately. You uh, recently became Miss Wavy. <laughs> what? Yeah. You became Miss Wavy Lays? Miss Wavy Lays. Uh the Wavy Lays brand has adopted you as like their ambassador. You are the flow of potato chips, pretty much, you know? Oh my god. Big time, right? That's huge. So you uh they discovered you on the internet mm. and uh you had a video go viral. Um, you were at a funeral and, uh, like you were just kind of hanging out, you know, it was like, uh, when there's still like pre-funeral chatter going around, you know what I mean? Before the service officially starts. Right. Right. And everybody used a lot of chatter going around. You're, uh, sitting next to somebody. They, they motion to you. They, they like hold open their bag and there's a, a bag of like wavy lays in there. And uh, they go, you want one? And you think, Fuck yeah, I want a wavy lay. I'm at a funeral, you know what I mean? What better time for America's favorite crunchy chip? Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you dip your hand inside that bag, you pull out the perfect chip. You know how there's like, you get a bag of chips, there's like tears to what comes out, you know? You got your A-level chips, full size, you know, covered in whatever whatever seasoning, whatever it is, whatever your drug of choice is. Mm, salt. Salt, in this case. Yeah. <laughs> all, the, all the super salty ones, all the full-size ones, the biggest, best, brightest chips. Mm-hmm. Kind of, you pull one of those, one of the Cadillacs out of the garage, you know? That's how you think of it. <laughs> you think of just sitting in the front seat of big black Cadillac leather interior and you see the garage door open up in front of you and you feel like you're just behind the wheel pulling out in the trap when you bring that chip out of the bag you take a bite of this wavy leg and it is the best chip you've ever had in your whole fucking life Oof. in a life full of chips it's one that you're going to look back on and remember you think Man, this tops the Dorito I had on August 23rd, 1997. Dang. You had a a friend who was having a birthday party. Mm -hmm. And it was a friend that, like, had a pool, you know? So it was like, okay, fuck yeah, I have to go to this birthday party. You know, pool time. In the summertime, Texas. It's a must. So you you went to this pool party. The girl's name was... uh, uh, Maria <laughs> Drive. <laughs> and, uh, Maria lived with it. Like, she wasn't like 
like the wealthiest of all your friends, you know, but she was definitely up there. Okay. She was in the Cadillac chip tier of friends that you had. You know what I mean? The full size chip tier. So you uh you went to Maria's birthday, August twenty third, nineteen ninety seven. Her dad barbecued by the pool, burgers, dogs. A steak from him, a steak from mom. Milwaukee's the best. Just sweating on the little prep station on the side, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he had a little boombox out, cranking classic radio. The song Bad Company, off of the album Bad Company by the band Bad Company. Oh. Blast. Classic. And you're just a kid jumping in the fucking pool, swimming around with friends. He uh, takes a long pull off the beer and he's kind of proclaims, hot dogs are done. You guys get out. You don't even dry off. You just run all along the hot concrete. Oh, I know that feeling. You uh, you stand in line, kind of alternating between the grass and the concrete, cooling your feet off, barely hanging on, doing the, yeah. the dance, the summer dance. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you wait for that hot dog. You get it with a, you dump out some nacho cheese Doritos on there. And you get one that is covered and dust like it was double triple dusted it's it's almost fuzzy that's how much dust there is on this thing oh it's the fucking mother load dorito it's the dorito to surpass all doritos yes and you held it up in your hand and you looked at it and you just you said that was the first time you said fuck in front of a, an adult for the first time <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah, you said fuck. And Maria's Maria's dad goes, she goes, hey. And then he looks and he sees that fucking Dorito and he goes, hey, nice pull, kid. And he tips his beer to you. <laughs> he takes a sip and then he kind of offers it to you. <laughs> like, you, you, want, you want some? But you had you had other things on your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Maria comes running over and she goes, that's the biggest Dorito I've ever seen. Look at all that dust. And everybody's like coming over. Kids are cranking their disposable cameras. <laughs> You know, taking their little pictures, going to get them developed in Walgreens. That Walgreens saw a 250% uptick in Dorito photos that summer, strictly because of this party. Okay. Hey. So you're holding this ship up, basking in the the hot summer sun in Laredo as it beats down on you. (laughs) Maria goes, Vanessa, it's my birthday. I want that ship. And you look right at her. And without breaking eye contact, you just eat the chip right in front of her. Yes. You say, happy birthday. I got you a Barbie. And then you fucking leave. <laughs> you, you threw your beach towel over your shoulder. You put your you put your flip-flops on and you just squished down the road. You know what I mean? <laughs> squish, 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 exactly. squish. Yeah, yeah. Like a badass. Yeah. Like a quarter mile on wet flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. You got home, you immediately put on uh you put on that uh the movie Platoon. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Sheen movie about Vietnam because you feel like that's just what you went through, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're like, I need something I can relate to. I I mean, love there was that like movie. a there was like a uh like <laughs> a Land Before Time VHS in there, you just knock it out of the way and you grab Platoon, you pop it in, you sit eight inches from the T V, you watch the whole thing and hardly blink. So with this chip, that's chip number one, until you pull this one out at the future. This chip, this Cadillac of chips, Oof. is from the exact center 
of one of Idaho's finest russet things. Fried to a crisp golden brown perfection. Salt distribution is impeccable. You pull out a little jeweler's loop, you take a look. <laughs> it's got a, a good CPI, crystals per inch. Mm -hmm. You take a bite of this chip, and like I said, it's fucking great. It knocks August 23rd, 1997, right out of the fucking block. It dumps that chip in the pool and says, see you later. Mm. This chip blows that one out of the water. And you turn to the person who gave it to you. Like I said, a lot of pre-funeral chatter going on. You know? Right, right, right. You yeah. turn to the person next to you and, and uh, you say, uh, you're like, fuck, these fucking chips are so fucking good. But it's one of those things where everybody stops talking the second mm -hmm. that you start. So you just say like to a complete silence uh, with a mouthful of potato chip, fuck this fucking chip is so fucking good. And uh, there was a live stream of the funeral on uh, <laughs> livefunerals.org. Oh, <laughs> it comes with the package. Yeah, the funeral home that uh, that you go to, they, they live stream all funerals. Uh, and it's a package you can get. It's called uh, the Distant Relatives Package. <laughs> It's a, it's a package that will that will stream your funeral live over the internet for people to, to watch in case they can't be, you know, at the event. Mm -hmm. So, like, the feed is out there, right? And it, like, zooms in on you, with, and, like, your, your eyes are, like, so wide, you're just so, like, entranced by this chip. And that clip blows up. And the uh, Frito-Lay Corporation reaches out to you about six weeks later, and they say, Vanessa, We've been looking a long time for the right brand ambassador at Wavy Lay. We think you have exactly what it takes. So they, they offer you a spot as Miss Wavy Lay, right? <sighs> Essentially, it's uh, they pay you $120,000 a year. And there's just like some promotional like shoots that you have to do every now and then. There's a handful of like uh, media obligations and you, mm -hmm. you have to go in like a couple of different like national commercials, which guess what? You're going to get paid for that too. You know, so on, top like, of on top of it. Ooh. So you're, you're going to like do really well, right? Unlimited wavy lays. They have a, they give you a card, right? When mm -hmm. you sign a contract, they give you a card that if you just like take it out of your pocket, and you hold in your hand, and you think about a bag of wavy lays. Somebody within thirty to forty-five seconds will come running up with a bag of wavy lays, and they go, "Hey, here you go!" And they'll just run the opposite direction. Like you don't have to interact with them; they just fucking drop it off and go. Mm. So yeah, unlimited wavy lays, unlimited Frito Lay products in general. Oh, not even just wavy lays. Any of them? Lays. Yeah, any you can get the unwavy lays. That's a new thing they've got going. It's where they uh, take wavy lays and then they run through a machine that flattens them back out again. Oh, uh, they're flying yeah. off the fucking shelves. So you like those? Uh, I mean, any sort of you know Fritos, you know, whatever you flamey want. hot. Why not? Anything you want. Ooh, I love flamey hot. So you, uh, you're Miss Wavy Lays, right? You're making some pretty good coin. Mm -hmm. A couple years in, you're like. Uh, really doing well you know you're able to command a little bit more money as like the the brand is more well established and 
and you're seen on more things and you become just inextricably linked to its wavy legs. They're in the middle of like a, uh, uh, nationwide ad campaign. So I'm like flow. Yeah. But for, but for just for chips in general, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like flow, flow. It's not just, it's not just progressive flow. It's, it's insurance. You know what I mean? Right. That's how it is with you. I mean, there's other chip people out there. I mean, there's other chip people out there. Okay. There's a guy named Mario Provolone. He's the Pringles guy. (laughs) He uh, does not like you. (laughs) Motherfucker. And you honestly don't really give a flying fuck. He's a, he's a, a speck on the bottom of your fucking shoe. Did you say provolone or crovolone? Provolone. Mm. Got it. He does have a family, uh, the crovolones. So they are, they're actually the original, like, like his family uh, came over from Italy and changed their name to provolone on account of the uh, famous cheese. Uh, and because provolone uh, is a very, very negative like racial slur when translated. Oh. So I oh. don't even want to talk about it. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's like, you know, you didn't know. So Yeah, I honestly didn't. But provolone, fuck that guy. Yeah, yeah. So you're all over the place. You're taking up all the sweet spots, you know. You're uh, you're getting your photo taken at People Magazine. You know, you uh, you get to go on like you know, the, the talk show rounds once a year, they have you on, you know, uh, you get to do, like I said, all these, all these big time commercials that you do a Super Bowl spot that blows up. Things are going really, really well. And you start getting some of that sweet, sweet corporate work. That comes in. We're talking like 15 grand for a show. They fly you in, they put you up. I mean, that's even on the low side. I mean, you're, you're going to get to the point where it's, you know, four or five times that. Number Do one. I have a private jet? No. Oh, okay. You don't have a private. You're not anywhere anywhere close to rich okay. enough to have a private jet. Like a real, like a real, like a one that'll actually like take you in the sky and bring you down somewhere else. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, those are so yeah. much more expensive. Mm, I don't know. I tried. Yeah, I mean it was a good effort. <laughs> so you. uh getting booked to do all kinds of shows you get um one corporate gig in particular mm-hmm. this corporate gig you're going to do for like a board of uh directors and like a board of trustees mm-hmm. for like a uh tech company they're called uh, flit corp okay. <laughs> their logo is just a big fucking jagged mountain with an F carved into the middle of it. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, and it's like, you're just going to go do an hour of stand up for these people. You know what I mean? You don't, you're just taking their money. You're not really there to like give a shit or like even research what it is they're doing. You've got people on your end who are like passing you this information. Hey, do you want to go make $20,000 doing an hour of comedy for Flint Corp? Free room, free hotel. They're going to put you up everything. Yeah. Hell yeah, you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you uh you wake up on a Thursday. It's like eleven AM. You uh call a car, takes you to the airport, you get on a 
you get like a first class situation, you know, they're wow. flying you there. I mean, they're flying you in, you got a first class sitch, plenty of leg room. They offer you uh three mimosas. you want some. Would you have a mimosa? Oh yeah. I love mimosas. You love mimosas. You're going to have one. Maybe you'll have two. Who knows? You know, the nice, easy flight. You land, uh, you come down like the escalator at like the, the ground floor of the airport. You see a guy, uh, he's wearing a black suit. He's holding up one of those, you know, a card it says Vanessa Gonzalez. It's mm-hmm. got the logo like watermarked in the background. You, uh, nod at him. He grabs your bag. Doesn't really say much. He just says, follow me, please. <laughs> He follows you, or he leads you out to out to the car. The big black Cadillac. You look at it, and you uh, you look at the front seat, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like that looks so familiar. It looks exactly like the one that you imagined when you were pulling that chip out of the bag. You know. So you get in the back seat. He puts your bag in the trunk. And you take like a 30 minute ride to Flitcorp. You, uh, they bring you in like a, like a special entrance. It's not like the front door, you know, mm-hmm. like we're going to take you and lead you into the boardroom. They, they take you and show you where like the performance space is. It's just like a big, you know, sort of conference room. They got a whole bunch of like nice chairs set up in there. You see, there's like a sound system and a microphone and the microphone has a cable on it, you know, and it's like, okay, this is, looks like these people have probably had someone here before. Mm-hmm. There's a guy like setting it up. He uh, sees you and he goes, Hey, could you do a sound check? So you just like kind of go do a sound check. Everything's good. The, uh, the driver, he says, uh, here's a green room. You walk in like a little, it's like an executive office. It's got a little, uh, got a little love seat plush pillows on it got a little cheese and meat board on a table i love that you got a bucket with some bottles of water there's a uh bottle of wine in there too a red wine there's a little refrigerator in the corner there's a sign on that says help yourself so you kind of hang out for a little while you have, uh, you have some water, you know, you had a couple of mimosas on the plane. You think, okay, better go take a hot piss before <laughs> I do this show. You know what I mean? Uh, I see you want to do is go up there the full bladder. No. So you, um, you leave the room, you go looking for a bathroom and, uh, you, you try like a bunch of doors and you eventually find one, but you've been like walking for a little while. You, uh, you know, you take a hot piss. <laughs> you unload. <laughs> you hop up and you swear. You're just like, man, I feel so much you know, faster and sharper, you know? <laughs> so you, uh, you leave the bathroom. You kind of get lost heading back to the green room. You know, you're kind of walking around this. It's not like labyrinthian, but it's, you're, it's a space you're not familiar with. And there's a lot of different ways that you could go. And uh, you, you look at a door and you're like, I think this is it. And you, 
as you can see kind of like through like this window and you can tell that like some of the furniture looks similar like this table you open this door and sitting at the table are eight wolves <laughs> they're all wearing suits <laughs> all of their fur is like like the fur on the top of their head is like slicked back <gasps> they've got like a uh, jewelry on one of them is standing on his hind legs. He's presenting. He's got a little clicker in his, in his paw. And uh, you look at the screen, and the screen is just like a crudely drawn image, right? And you like, you look at it, and you're like, what the fuck? What is this? And you see at the top, along along the top of this image, it's uh, it says, Occupy Coops. And then uh, there's like several panels, and it shows like panel one is like uh, a bunch of wolves meeting in a Walmart parking lot. There's a Walmart in the back. Uh, then panel two is like the wolves getting into the bed of a pickup truck driven by another wolf wearing a Richard Nixon face mask. Uh, panel three is that same wolf going into a gas station and uh, buying a scratch off ticket. And then at the underneath that panel, it says for Mark's wife's happy birthday. And uh, when they get to that panel, Mark, the, the wolf Mark, he goes, hey, thanks, guys. It'll mean a lot. The fourth panel is them uh, back on the road driving to the, you know this place. Uh, and then the fifth panel is then like at the opening of like a like a farm, right? Like a family farm, like kind of where you would turn in off the road. And you see they like park the car. The next panel is the wolves just like shooting out in all different directions. And the next one is them like opening up a coop door. They've got like a ski mask on, you know, their wolf mouth is sticking out the front. And then the next panel is just them. They're all inside the coops and there's just them surrounded by chickens and all the chickens have, they look absolutely terrified in this picture. This is so wrong. What do you do? you say anything or do you leave? I feel like the right thing to do would be to be like, hey, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Th this isn't okay. Are y'all wolves having a meeting? Is that what you do? <laughs> One, because that's wrong. And two, are y'all occupying chicken coops? Because that's not for you. That's so you what would, I would say. You would say that to them? Mm-hmm. So you, uh, fresh off that hot piss, feeling light on your feet, mm -hmm. feeling like you can take on the world. You, uh, you stand there, you see these fucking wolves going through Occupy Coops. And you feel bold for a moment. You feel like, you know what? The best decisions I've ever made in my life have been the ones that that required the least thought, the ones in which I acted purely on, on instinct. Mm -hmm. Millennia of, you know, human evolution, fight or flight, all those things built inside of my DNA. Every good decision I've ever been, ever made has been based on that. So you stand there in the doorway, you ball your fists, and you say that to them. You're like, hey, what the fuck is going on? Are you guys wolves having a meeting? 
and the wolf who is like leading the meeting he uh he sets the clicker down mm. he runs a paw through his slick back hair he adjusts the pinky ring it's got a huge fucking emerald on it <sighs> and it says yeah we're having a meeting and you're disturbing us now leave and he like bears his teeth at you and the other wolves kind of turn and they like bear their teeth at you <gasps> what do you do i feel like at that point i would i would have no choice but to leave i'd be like okay I'll, i'm sorry I'm so sorry. you uh you you leave you apologize uh-huh. you cower in fear <laughs> don't hurt me i would say that <laughs> you say don't hurt me before closing the door <laughs> as the door's closing you just look and go hey don't hurt me yeah you you look at the at the lead wolf <laughs> he just fucking smiles you walk your way back through there and you find you find like the green room where you were at right mm-hmm. you sit down and you think holy shit what the fuck is going on the uh stage manager like the guy who's like did the sound check for you. He came over and he says, Hey, uh, we're going to get started in about five minutes. Are you ready? And you're, would you say anything about the wolf meeting or would you just go on with the show? I would definitely say at that point, I would say, um, okay, yeah, I'm ready. But do you know that there's like wolves in the back having a meeting? Is that like a normal thing? When you mentioned wolves in the back, he like, you know, he, he was, he like perks up and like immediately like locks eyes with you and he goes, wolves? In a meeting? He goes, yeah. where? He goes, will you show me? Uh, I would be like, yeah, real quick, can they hold the show? He goes, yeah, he goes, I'll, he goes, I'll take care of that. He goes, but wolves in a meeting? He goes, I have to know about this. Okay. Yeah, so would you we lead him back. Mm-hmm. So you lead him back to the uh, to the door. You look in. You can kind of see the outline of the wolves, like through the window. You uh, crack the door open. You go, they're in here. When you crack the door open, uh, the sound tech guy he like pushes it, and you fall into the room. He steps in behind you, and he closes the door, and he looks at the wolves, and he goes, "She found out, and you let her go." And uh, he goes, that's not how we do things around here, fellas. And he pulls like a, like a cattle prod from his, from his pocket. And he starts like slapping his fist with it. And the wolves uh, just kind of on cue. They all rip off their suits and they tear you apart right in the boardroom. Oh my God. <laughs> eight, eight wolves just tear your body to shreds. But am I alive? I for most of it, yeah. You know, they oh so my bad. God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And yeah. that's why you should mind your own business. <laughs> and uh, the, sound, the sound tech guy, he's like, guys, this is the fourth one this week. <laughs> and then you fucking die. <laughs> Torn to shred by wolves. Oh my god. Those wolves later went on to uh, <laughs> to uh, basically they disrupt uh, commercial chicken farms everywhere just out of pure greed. And uh, the world is basically rendered eggless. And it gets thrown into like a deep depression. Nobody can bake anymore. Breakfast is a thing of the past. Oh and it spawns my. like the dark age in American humanity. 
<laughs> Congratulations. Fuck. All I had to do was go do the show and and take the hotel and the check. Yeah, and then you, I had living to, a great life, but you didn't. The hubris. See, that's what happens when you try to be a good person. <laughs> you get torn apart by a pack of eight wolves. Oh, that sounds horrific. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs>